everybody. I am the man that brought sexy back, Dan Hummer. I'm here with the Filipino that's found Nemo. Bobby, how the hell you doing, Bobo? Bobo, you there? Jesus Christmas. Yo. Daniel. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> I yeah. hear you. I heard you the whole time. You had me uh, muted. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the web tag, everybody. We'll, we'll edit that first, but actually we might keep it. Fuck it. Uh, how the hell are you doing, Bobo? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. I'm a little anxious for this week. Yeah. I am. It's an anxious week. Uh, We're here to talk shop about comics. And some news. And a little bit about Black Panther. Don't just fucking... Don't leave him out on on everything we're doing here, dude. Dude, I'm not leaving anything out. I'm just saying we're here to talk shop about comics, too. Uh, we don't do that very often here, which is crazy because that's the whole thing. I mean, we do. We do. We've ranked our favorite artists and writers and stuff, but uh, we're here to talk kind of all things, whatever's going on right now. Uh, movie news, TV show news, obviously. We're going to preview Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever a little bit. And we're also going to talk about kind of current comics, our favorite comics, least favorite, you know, shit we're messing with nowadays and stuff that we think sucks. Uh, just basically, just talk about whatever. So let's get into it, Bobo. Uh, yeah. I, think we should, I think we should start at Wakanda Forever, to be honest. Yeah, we can start it there. I'm a little excited for the movie. I think what it's getting think? a little too much. Yeah. I don't know. There's some things wrong with it. I already can tell. There is. Like, they have fucking Namor. The director said that Namor is equally as strong as Thor. And if he's around enough water, he's stronger than the Hulk. Yeah, I saw that quote. I, I mean, like I could kind of agree with this because both Thor and Hulk are both laughing stocks in the MCU compared to their comic book variations. Because yeah. Thor is a fucking menace in the Marvel Universe in the comics, and Hulk is an, a raging fucking destroying machine in the comics. And in the MCU, he wears sweatpants and fucking goggles. <laughs> and Thor is walking around naked, strapped in chains presenting himself to gods wearing tutus. So they're not exactly in good places at the moment. No, I agree. Uh, I think Namor is going to be interesting. I, it's one of my favorite feuds in the, in the comics, him and T'Challa. Obviously T'Challa is not in this, but uh, it's going to be interesting. Do you think they're going to play him as a straight villain? They should. From what I hear, he's a mutant now. They're making him a mutant for the MCU. This is crazy. So like he's gonna have that aspect to him. So I don't. I'm. I don't really know. I'm very excited for the movie because I really enjoyed the first one, and I know this one's gonna be equally as good. You think I'm so? hoping at least. I hope so. I think they're gonna honor Chadwick. 
Bozeman or Bosman really well. And they're going to write off the child. Yeah. No, they're going to honor him for sure. But I don't know if it's going to be the same without him. I do like the little sister, but. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be the best, the second best Phase Four movie. What's the first one? Thor: Love and Thunder. No way home. Yeah, no, I'm fucking with you. Thor: Love and Thunder is by far the worst. Uh, second worst. Sea Hulk was the worst. Yeah, if you're counting shows. For MCU content so far, She-Hulk is definitely the worst. That and Miss Marvel. I would go She-Hulk, then Miss Marvel, then Thor: Love and Thunder. I like She-Hulk a little more than Miss Marvel, so. I never actually watched all of Miss Marvel, so I have to watch it. I watched the first episode, and I did not want to stay to watch more. It's not my cup of tea, but a lot of people like it. Uh, God knows why, but (laughs) a lot of people like it. Uh, Yeah, I think this will be really good. I don't don't see it being a miss. I think it's going to be a a good movie, nonetheless. No matter what happens, I think it's going to be a pretty well-put-together film. I I have faith in the director. I have faith in the cast. And I'm not a huge Namor guy, but... uh, they seem to be. I they they. I love I love Atlantis obviously, and I'm a huge Aquaman guy. And Atlantis in the Marvel universe is cool too. I don't know how they're gonna play it or what's gonna be the the deal here, but I think Namor could be a pretty cool antagonist, and then maybe try to bring him in as a a hero after because he's kind of both, right? In the comics. I guess. I would say he's definitely more villain. I mean, he's like, more... He's gone he, against Hulk multiple times. He's gone against Black Panther and, like, Iron Man and... I always, I always kind I of would, saw him as sort of a good guy, though. So, kind of, sort of. I never really read too much with him. I read that... Yeah. Um, Oh, I forgot what it was called. It was called, like, The Outsiders or The Insiders or some shit like that that Namor was a part of. I'm trying to remember what the name of the series was. Oh, a long yeah. time ago. When it... I don't remember the name of it, though, but... Fuck he's, it. I mean, he's interesting. He was, he was before Aquaman, but I... Personally, I would pick Aquaman above Namor, but... We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll obviously review it on the the show here. I I think the movie's going to be pretty cool. I I love the the two battling kingdoms. I love Wakanda versus Atlantis or whatever the fuck it is. And I I think, like, if they do the war properly and, like, the battle scene, like, I think it's going to be a real, it's going to have something for, for the eye candy lovers, too. And I, I do think the plot will probably be really good. I don't know too many details besides them going up against Namor. But, yeah, I, right. I, I do have high hopes for it because the first one was such a smash. Tomorrow, Usman's in the movie. 
Yeah, he is. Yeah, isn't he one of the Wakandan soldiers or generals or something? I'm pretty sure. Something like that. I believe oh, yeah. so. I mean, I am, I'm excited for this movie. I've been wanting to see it. I think that and Spider-Man are going to be the only good movies we had so far this phase of the MCU. So far, nothing's really been that great. Yeah, I, I I was a little higher on Doctor Strange than you were. I I didn't hate that show or that movie. I thought that movie was. Pretty I didn't good. hate it, but I definitely didn't like like it. I definitely yeah. like floated fifty fifty on the movie. No, I feel you. And some of the shows have been pretty solid, like uh, Loki and WandaVision, especially some of the early shows. Yeah. Movie-wise, they definitely put the ball down. Black Widow sucked. Eternal sucked. Did Black Widow suck, though? Personally, I thought that movie sucked. That movie should have came out fucking 12 years ago, and it still I did I did not enjoy it that that much. I do I do agree it should have came out a long time ago, but I did not hate the movie. I actually thought it was a pretty good like spy type flick. I definitely didn't did not don't agree with you. I did not enjoy the movie very much. Yeah, I mean it it doesn't it doesn't mean much. It didn't feel like groundbreaking MCU content. But that was one of the first movies I went back to the theaters for and I I remember it not being like terrible in my head. I'd have to watch it again, but it's not no way home or anything, but I didn't fucking hate it. No, I didn't enjoy it. I had the only movie so far that like I actually enjoyed was Spider Man No Way Home. And I enjoyed Loki and WandaVision. And I did somewhat enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know you like Moon Knight. I fucking, that's the bane of my existence. Oh, yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, that was a good show. I fucking hated that show, dude. I'd have to go back and watch that. Cause I, I really Moon Knight's like, a great character. After Isaac's been absolutely nailed it out of the park. There wasn't a lot of action sequence that it's built up because it's a different kind of character. You'll get your, you'll get your action scenes with him. Don't worry. Moon Knight and Moon Knight and Kanshu have some crazy power, crazy fucking array of powers that they can use together. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think this movie's going to be really good. Hopefully, it sets a new trajectory for the MCU and it kind of gets them back on track. I hope so too. I have high hopes for Ant-Man 3 as well, but I also have doubts for that movie. It's either going to really success, like, be successful or it's going to flop hard. Yeah. I don't so, know. Like, we'll see what we get here. We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to check it out. I'll be watching. I don't... I'll probably, oh, yeah. I'll probably get an IMAX for it. We'll see. I don't know if I'll. I'll try to. I'm gonna try to see Black Panther in theater. I can't promise anything. Got a pretty busy, life situation. So I don't. I might be able to go see it. I'm gonna try my best to try to see it, but I can't promise anything. 
But I'm definitely going to cop it on Disney when it comes out. Yeah. 100%. Or rent it. All right. A little bit of news here. Uh, Did you hear about James Gunn? Did you see his tweet? About the air cut. He like, his tweet was crazy. I'll, I'll like bring it up and read it maybe, but he basically said, he's like, I just want the fans to know, like, I'm listening. Like, I see it. We're, we're doing shit right now. He's like, I've, I've seen a lot of the save the air cut stuff. And he also saw save legends of tomorrow. Cause that's getting canceled. And he's like, and I understand, he's like, but we're building something new here, pretty much. And he's like, we're trying to tell the biggest story across film, television, and animation. So I don't know if it's all going to be connected. That's kind of what it sounds like, right? Uh, and, yeah, he's basically like, the big news is, well, it's not news, but they're not going to release the, the David Ayer cut of his original Suicide Squad. And they're definitely not saving Legends of Tomorrow or star girl or any of these shows i think they're they're pretty it's pretty known that dc and warner brothers is starting fresh here right yeah for sure so that, that that's kind of just that's all he said it, it's got a lot of people excited uh i i don't know what they're gonna do but i i think there's a lot of good directions that they could take it in and after the success of black adam uh <clears throat> And Black Adam drew three hundred million worldwide, which isn't isn't bad. Uh, so they're in a pretty good area right now. The DC is looking a little less bleak than Marvel right now, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and the Batman and the Joker are separate still. Oh yeah. See, I'll tell you what exactly what, because I still like, like I said, like when we had our discussion in the last episode, like I'm not a big James Gunn guy, like whatsoever. But if like I'm gonna have faith in him, like he needs, there's a few things like he has to do, like and then he's already doing it with Henry Cavill, so there's a there's a check mark off that one. Yes. Front of the universe, that's great. Yes. They need to obviously have Batfleck Batfleck come back, make him go on a movie, whether it's that stroke or whether it's something else, but they need to at least bring him back and give him a movie. I agree. Figure out what they're going to do with Ezra, either keeping the crazy bastard or kicking him off and recasting the character. In my opinion, they should kill, and if they're going to get rid of Ezra, they should kill Barry and bring in Wally. That's just my opinion, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... I'm on the complete other side of the coin as you in this. I'm equally as excited. I think we're both excited to see what happens, but Oh, I like I I like Ezra as the Flash. Given all his controversies as a like an actual human being in the world, be whatever, but he plays an amazing Barry Allen. Oh me too. I like Ezra. Yeah. I like his character, the persona and everything. Like I hope he gets to stay as the Flash. Like I hope he does get to stay given and he does change and they Warner Brothers are like, Yeah, you can stay, dude. As long as he does change yeah. his ways, but if they recast him, like if they're gonna, if they're gonna, like I don't see them working. Like, hey, look, we have a different Barry Allen. Like, just kill Barry and kill off Ezra, and replace him with Wally, like they did in the comics, in the new Fifty Two yeah. era. 
No, I'm fine with that too. I I, I was talking about James Gunn. How I'm on the I I'd, I'd be on the opposite. I think that I'm excited for the movie future for DC, and I think he's going to do fine. Uh, I'm optimistic. Well, I'm not, I'm excited too because I'm a fan of DC. I'm optimistic, but like I'm, I'm not a James Gunn guy. But like that's the few things he needs to do, and the big one he needs to do is he needs to green light a Martian Manhunter movie. I agree. There's no reason that shouldn't happen already. It's about time also, he gets a spotlight. He deserves a movie. He's the one, besides Black Adam, and he finally got his movie, Martian Manhunter, is the next character that absolutely needs to have a movie. There's a couple a couple things that he needs. To, like, if you're going to do TV shows, give us, like, spinoffs, like, an Amazon's TV show. Be, See, no, I don't want like set off like that. Like, I I wouldn't want that. I I like what they're doing with the idea of having the Green Lantern Corps and like having it led by John Stewart. I, yeah. that, see that made me that made me proud. Like when James Gunn did that, like that kind of made me a little op, more more optimistic about him leading the universe. Is the fact that he fired everybody on set and just changed it all, and, and now they're starting from scratch with John Stewart being the focal point of the entire Green Lantern TV show. So, like, that's a really good thing to do. And I like how they're keeping the Lanterns a series because it's a lot. They need more, like, airtime to explain their story. So I'm glad that that he's doing it through a series and not a movie. Yeah. I just hope they keep him important. And, like, because obviously you're going to have to have a league eventually, right, no matter what you do. you got to build to that eventually. I hope he does the same work with him and Hal. Together, yeah. Two lanterns and Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Well, I'm fine with that. I don't think both need to be in the league. I think you could just put John in the league and call it a day, and then let Hal fuck around in the TV show with him. But either or, I'm fine. I, I'd, I'd be fine with both of them in the league too. But you can't have the league without John Stewart. I think they really just need to build to the cartoon league to be on the animated league. I mean, give or take Hulk Girl. It's up to you what you want to do with that. But no, I see. I I totally am for Hawk Girl being introduced into the universe, one hundred percent. I like her. It's I just want, a little weird with Hawkman. I like, like her. Gonna, I yeah. like her way more than I like Hawkman. Do you? I one hundred percent am way more behind Hawk Girl than I am Hawkman. She's way more of a compelling character to me. She's not just this fucking this ruler that gets reincarnated as a warrior time and time again that just keeps going into battle. I mean, yeah, that's still technically her, but she has more, like, complex story and, like, different shit that goes on within her world but rather than just repeated battle and death. Yeah. Like, the whole Martian, her and Martian's love story, like, I I really I enjoyed that, like, love story, like, interest, like, that. I hope they do that in the movie universe. The Snyder shit. Uh, no, I I agree. I I think I think a lot of people would argue that she is the better character <clears throat> with more story and, and more behind her. Uh, Hawkman is just kind of a dick, which I think they played well in the Black Adam movie. Is that he's just this guy that's kind of a dick, and he's but he's really like stubborn and. I like Hawkman. I'm a huge Hawkman guy. I like the character. I'm not saying anything bad. Like I'm not. I do like Hawkman, but I would definitely say I like her better than him. So I don't know if you bring because their love story 
is classic too. Between Hawkman and Hawkgirl, that, that's kind of cliche to me though. Like Hawkman, Hawkgirl, and they're, and they're in love with each other. Like that's kind of like cliche. That's like Superman and Supergirl. But I'm glad that like they're cousins, so that's not a thing. But I was about to say that'd be some backwoods shit. It's weird, dude. Like I don't. I thought that was really cliche and corny. I'm, I mean, it was written but, in fucking 1942, Bob. I get that. That's why, though, because that's why I'm saying that. That's why it's corny. Yeah. Definitely like the Martian. I'm Talk fine with the Martian. Yeah. Honestly, I, I liked her fucking John Stewart in the animated show. Yeah. Because she started out with the lantern, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. No, I'm 100% she did in that show. They hooked up her and John. But, uh, no, she's she's great. Bring her in. I don't know how they're going to do it with the whole new JSA type deal, but, yeah, I'm fine. <clears throat> they definitely can do it because they def- they brought Entmetal into it because Hawkman ships made an Entmetal, so they're going to have to at least mention Thanagar at some point. So she has to be at least around. Yeah, it's got to come up at some point. And I hope they go with, like, the version of her that's from Thanagar, not the one that's, like, from Egypt. So, like, they went with the version of Hawkman from Thanagar because he has the nth metal and everything. So, like, I hope they do the same thing with her. Yeah, I don't see why they would do it differently. Instead of just do the same You never know, dude. You never know. You never know. Uh, I think Gunn needs to direct the Plastic Man movie on his own. I'll agree with you on that. That'd be the one character he would nail out the fucking park, bro. I'll give you that. I think he destroyed. And because apparently it's supposed to be a Plastic Woman thing. Maybe he can change that back. Not that, no offense to the ladies, I'll watch any super heroine movie, but I do kind of want Eel O'Brien to stay a dude. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of... I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Plastic Man. I mean, I I, I try to get behind Plastic Woman, but... Because, you know, that's, that was the spin. That's what they were going to do with that. Yeah. But I don't know if that's still a plan. That was, like, the last regime, so... <clears throat> Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But yeah, a lot of... And, I, and the other thing they need to do is they need to bring in Oliver Queen and Dina Lance into the DCU as well. Yeah, they do. 100%. And they need to be married like they are in the comics, not this like, weird Oliver's fucking his, her sister and then he's married to some girl that works at his company like they did in the show. Yeah, he needs to be following his pretty bird. Fucking. I hope they do it. And I honestly, I, they need to bring in a Damian Wayne and they need to bring in a John Kent too. Like, they need to do a live action Super Sense movie. Well, eventually, you can build to that, though. You gotta have patience. Well, yeah, of course. Don't just start with it, but. Because Damian is such a legacy character. Same thing with John. 
you kind of ideally want, like they would show up in like a phase three, at least in my head. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of shit that they could do and hopefully like just the way he said it, the way he's like, we're telling the biggest story ever told across film, television and animation. Like that's just kind of got me pumped. I, I think they have something big in store, so all we can do is wait, but I think it's looking pretty good. I have a question good. for you. Go ahead. What are five villains that you think need to be included in the DCEU going forward? Oh, that's so good. Five villains. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll toss out a few of mine because I thought of the question. Okay. <laughs> Joe Maganilio or Maganello needs to return as Deathstroke and be a main focal point as a bit like a main villain like in the universe as a whole not he needs to be like him and Batflag need to have their movie together but like Deathstroke needs to be like included in the universe Deathstroke is a heavy tool that's used in the comics throughout many different storylines so that they like need to do that in the movies okay Joe Maganello is, is a spitting image of Slade in the <clears throat> comics, and he's a perfect actor to play him. Yeah, Deathstroke should show up at some point. If, if, if something, if you're going to do a Titans move, like, to me, I don't think you need him for Batman. I never have. He's not a pure Batman villain anyway. He's they, not, but that movie idea with the, them two going at each other, with Slade being used as a mercenary, someone like Lex Luthor's paying Slade to go after Batman, like, that is an amazing storyline. Yeah. Like that's perfect. Like that's what Lex that's what Lex would do and that's what Slade would do. And Batman would definitely be a target on Slade's hit list. He would. That would be a fantastic movie. I just I would opt for different villains to be honest. For my bad. He's like, one I, I like... think that he's definitely one he needs to be brought in. So he's always used. Yeah. He's being used right now in the Dark Crisis event. He's literally leading the fucking Dark Army. Yeah. Like, he's, he's he has fucking higher power control over Darkseid in the Dark Army. Deathstroke yeah, he does. does. That's crazy. Deathstroke's done a lot of shit. He definitely needs to be there. Obviously, Brainiac needs to be there. Preferably... This, this is, what? This, this one's a backfield one. This is one I personally think would really booster the theater ratings and the eye candy shit for the DCEU. And I think it would be Peter Dinklage playing Mr. Mr. Mixeltakes. You're fucking... You're something else. Tell me, first of all, Mr. Mixeltakes, with today's technology in a movie with the whole fifth dimensional imp and the fucking reality-altering powers that he has, Tell me that wouldn't be a beautiful eye candy movie. And tell me Peter Dinklage, Tyrion Lannister wouldn't absolutely nail that performance out of the park. Dude. I mean, yeah, because he's such a good actor. But why? (laughs) Why Mr. Mixels or why Peter? Why fucking... Why Mr. Mr. Because he's an incredibly... He's an incredibly powerful villain. He's a he dwarf, is. but he's a fifth-dimensional imp who's insanely powerful. 
He is. He could wipe the Justice League with the fucking snap of a finger, dude. There's just a hundred other Superman villains I'm going for. But, like, the the movie, like, if he was the main villain of a Superman movie with Henry Cavill, like, and they spent $250 million to make the movie, what, like, you know what I mean? Spent that yeah. amount of money and made a blockbuster movie. Like, tell me that wouldn't be a beautiful movie with Mr. Mix, Mr. Mix fucking altering reality and shifting the earth and pulling Superman into the fifth dimension and some other whack shit. Like, that would be an incredible movie. Visually, it'd be the best thing ever put on film. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people, like, want that story, and, like, that, like, story arc between the two of them is a pretty interesting story. It's not the best. It's definitely not the worst. But visually, like, the visual impact on top of that in a movie would be incredible. Well, the story pretty much, Mr. Mitsipitzelik is pretty much just a pain in Superman's ass. That's, that's yeah, he's an imp that watches over him. Like that would be cool. Yeah. That, that's another thing within the universe that I think that they should include on top of the multiverse. Because like the Flash is going to show you about the multiversal shit that exists in the DCEU. That's how they're going to bring everything back together. Well, they said that might. But they star. should bring the dimensions in, like the like the fifth dimension and the sixth dimension. Like that's why I think they should do the totality. At least something yeah. along those lines in for, like, the movie universe plan, at least for one of the phases. Yeah. So, like, to bring in the other dimensions and bring in, like, insane powers. Because, like, the MCU started out, they did the Infinity Stones, the Infinity Gauntlet comic run. They did that for the start of their franchise. And then Zack Snyder tried to do something very similar to the Infinity Gauntlet by doing the Mother Box storyline with Darkseid and the Mother Boxes. Like, I think DCU, the DCEU has that, like, creativity in the universe where they can pull that up in the movies and do something that we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen interdimensional imps and, like, magic and shit like that in, in the MCU or the DCU. And I, I think that would be an incredible thing to bring into it. I, I do feel you. I'm with you. I'm not against it. Let me give you some answers to your question here. Because there's a fucking plethora of people I would love to see. You you want a league villain? I think you go Despero. I think you got to go Despero, the big motherfucker with the third eye. Please, you remember him, right? You, you, yeah. You've had to have seen a picture at least. Fucking visually Fucking massive The third eye is cool The big fucking gill on the top of the head A big red hulking beast pretty much And with his With his like Super villain abilities And the fucking Psionic abilities and shit And him, he even like leads an army And stuff and him and Martian Have such a storied History together they're kind of like bad blood rivals. I would throw in Despero for for a league villain, or uh, you could even do like an Amazo. But I, I would I would build uh, the, like a Amazo uh, eventually. Amazo is a good first movie villain. I, I would do like Amazo built by Lex or something, and, and they fight him like first. But I would definitely do like a Despero. I'd go to Mongol at some point. If you're just doing Batman, you got to do Clayface or Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze definitely needs his fucking justice after 
If you're not going to do it with Pattinson, you should do Mr. Mister Fre- Freeze and Affleck would be pretty cool, too. That's a fight. See, too. I want them, if we're doing, like, Batman villains, I want them to bring back Scarecrow and redo Scarecrow again. I really enjoyed Cillian Murphy's Scarecrow in the Dark Knight series, but I think they definitely need to bring him back. And well, make did him you more hear, he's, he's getting his own fucking TV show with Matt Reeves, bro. Scarecrow? Yeah, you, that's another piece of news. Three separate TV shows in the Batman universe based on villains. Robert Pattinson. Now, this is away from the DCEU, so I think Gunn's just letting Matt Reeves do his thing. This is just in the, that Batman universe. They're going to do three TV shows. They're going to do Scarecrow, Clayface, and Professor Pig. <laughs> on top I thought of they the were penguin. doing Penguin. On top of the Penguin show. Like, after all that. After the Penguin show. They're going to do those three as, like, miniseries. Which, Scarecrow, okay. I am okay with that. The other two, I cannot fucking wrap my head around why anybody would want a Professor, Professor Pig, Pig, I don't see that being successful. Playface, no. on the other hand, I'm, I think if they do it right, it could grab some people's attention. Well, Clayface has cool powers and stuff, but I think he's, like... He would be best for the movie. Like I think, just they having need to, they need to reboot Swamp Thing, bring Swamp Thing back. Did you watch that TV show? I don't know if it's no. I didn't watch it, but I heard I heard good things about it, and I heard some bad things. It was so good, bro. I don't know why the fuck it got canceled. I love that. Show. I really enjoy Swamp Thing. And that's so another many, thing I think they need to do, too, is they need to bring in the Justice League Dark in the live action. Eventually. I think it's good that they're not going forward with that TV show, because I think it's... That's another one. Like, everyone needs their own movie first. You do a Dead Man movie, you do a Constantine movie, you do... See, a, I don't agree with that. Some characters, I think, should get series. Well, even if they get sick, but they need to do something solo first. I don't think you just... Start yeah, that's what her. I mean, like solo series and shit. Yeah. Like how they introduced She-Hulk in, like they brought She-Hulk in through a series, not a movie. I even know that the series was fucking shitty as fuck. The way they did it, I I agreed with. I'm fine like they with should, that. Dead Man, Dead Man, I don't think it should have a solo movie. Dead Man should be brought in through a different movie. There's so much there, though. but like, like Constantine, like I don't, I don't agree with Constantine too with Keanu Reeves becoming like the movie sequel. I think they should start fresh and do a Constantine series. Yeah, like Constantine's a character that should get a series, not another movie. He has a, a ridiculous repertoire of stories that wouldn't that would take a long period of time to like tell the story good. Constantine and Zatanna need their own like show or movie together. They do, and I heard rumors a few months ago that they were looking at Dua Lipa to be the actress to play Zatanna in the DCEU, and I 100% agree with that. She'd be perfect. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know if that was true, and I hope like it eventually becomes true, because she has a very shocking resemblance to Zatanna. Oh, yeah. But uh, and th- there's a plethora of other villains that I would love to see. I'd love to see the Rogues kind of with the Flash a little more. Uh, 
they, I mean, they gotta show up at some point. <clears throat> they might show up in the movie. But you gotta do the rose. You gotta do uh, like uh, cicada or cicada for uh, fucking for the Flash. You gotta do like I said, Mister Freeze for Batman. Uh, I think God needs to make a movie appearance too. Gorilla Grodd needs to show up. I, I'd love to see Metallo for Superman. I think Metallo, yeah, Metallo would be a good one. Oh, we've talked about Parasite. I don't know if Parasite can do his own movie, but... If they do Man of Tomorrow, I'm interested to see how they do the Parasite. He's not a bad villain. Uh there's so many though. There's so many. Like that's why when they say like DCU had a villain problem, it's like they have so many good ones to choose from if they want to. They they really have like everything. They got so like they're almost known more for their bad guys. <laughs> so in some respects, especially now, if they didn't do Mitsupitzelik, but they did Emperor or Joker, I'd be on board. When Joker fucking stole the thing. Like his little oh, yeah. cane, and then fucking Joker sends Superman into an alternate reality where Joker's the fucking like Lord, like Supreme, the Supreme Ruler. Yeah, Joker having that. Joker having that's not a good thing. No, that story was fucking cool, and that'd be that'd be a funny movie. But uh, yeah, I, there's there's a lot of shit I'd love to see. Hundred percent. I need. They need to bring Dark Side back. Dark Side, of course. That's. I mean, that's your main event. It all has to end either with Dark Side or the Anti Monitor, or both. If you want to do a Dark Side or, one deal. Yeah. I agree. Or Perpetual. Yeah, your girl Perpetual. Speaking that, of to me, I like. That's a good comic line, but I think that's, like, a really, really, really good series to choose, like, to do a movie, like, playing with. Who, Perpetua? Yeah, like, that totality storyline with Scott Snyder. Yeah. Like, that whole fucking storyline. Like, that's a really good storyline to use for, like, a movie plan. And it has, like, everything's in it. Everybody's in it. It includes multiversal threats and, like, universal threats, like, extreme-powered beings. I agree. It's got really good, like, a really good roster on the on the league. Yeah, totality would be a good one. another villain I think they need to bring back, too. Sinestro, for sure. You need Sinestro In any film universe with Green Lantern You need fucking or TV series, whatever Sinestro has to be a focal point He's he's up there as one of the greatest villains of all time Sinestro is severely underrated I hope they do that parallax shit in the show You want fucking hell to go evil? That would be, I think that would be cool. And John stopping them. Dude, if they did Emerald fucking Twilight and they committed to that, because 
it happens with Superman and Mongo in a big fight, and they destroy Coast City. And then fucking hell goes nuts because the Guardians won't let him recreate shit, and he just starts fucking killing everybody. That would be fucking... I mean, that would scar kids around the planet who, like, get behind hell in that show and then watch him fucking obliterate a whole thing. He city. just goes ape shit. <laughs> he just kills all the guardians of the universe and everybody in his way. An angry, an angry Green Lantern is not a good thing. No. And then he, because he, he succumbs Especially to his own Especially Hal Jordan, the, arguably the best Green Lantern ever. Yeah, he was the, well, the second, but he's like the... He's the, he's the one most people know. So, no, they hail him as the best as the best ring bearer, like the best lantern ever. Yeah, they do. Well, Hal, uh, Hal's got a lot of love because he's the Silver Age lantern. He's the one they started taking it seriously. He was the Green Lantern for a long time. I like time, Hal he, Jordan. I I agree that Hal Jordan is the most powerful Green like Green Lantern there ever was. But I personally enjoy John Stewart more. I like John better as a character, and I, I, I and John's better with the constructs. Uh, but Hell does have the most power, and Hell is fucking hilarious. Him and Barry are funny together. Him and Wally were hilarious in the cartoon. Yeah, and uh, okay, in the movie. There, yeah, the movie. Yeah. Uh. No, he fucking he's a good character. I I I'm always gonna be more of a John fan, and I really don't care about Guy or Kyle to be honest. Guy Gardner's kind of annoying, and Kyle is what he is. Like I don't mind Kyle Rayner, but if it's between him and Hell, I'm probably going Hell. Right. Uh, but John Stewart's by far my favorite. Uh. Well, we're on the subject. You want to talk a little comic shit? A little fucking comic talk? Hell yeah. What's your... All right. See, I got a question for you. We're not... I don't want to do, like, a full brief on it because we're going to do a whole episode on it. Towards yes. the, around Christmas time, probably. Like, what do you feel... What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? When we open the page to Dark Crisis number six. Okay. I think we're going to see the big battle with them and Pariah. It's already kind of going on, yeah. so I think they're going to continue. Not with the league. Not with the league resurrected. Or not really resurrected, but they're back. They're back. They're out of those stupid fucking dream worlds with the shitty tie-ins. Uh those tie-ins were shitty, but the fact, like, like they was really creative. And I thought it was a nice touch that they, that's like where they went. But their specific tie-in stories were very bad. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he put them all in in little worlds that they would be happy in, and that sucks out their fucking love or something to bring the infinite or some shit like that. It's cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. I'm fine with it. I just, the tie-ins were kind of useless. I mean, some of them were okay. The no, honestly, the only one I did not read was the Batman and the Green Arrow one. I read the Flash. Actually, I, I don't even think they wrote, they released the Flash one. I read, I read the Superman one, and I read the 
Green Lantern one, and I read the Wonder Woman one, and all three of them I thought were stupid. Yeah, Flash never had one. Batman doesn't come out till tomorrow, or either tomorrow or next week. And Green Arrow, I thought, probably the best out of all of them. It was still, still kind of annoying because he's like in a... His dream world is just like a, a Robin Hood world, pretty much, which is kind of fucking stupid. Uh, but I like how they can't separate him and Canary. So then Pariah's like, oh, I got to put them on their own world together because they're more powerful together or whatever. I thought that was an interesting play. Uh, I don't know how they're still releasing worlds without a Justice League when the Justice League's back, but good for them. Uh, just backstories. People obviously know, like, if you're reading the universe, like, we obviously know this is back when they were still in that world. Yeah. No, I know. The uh, only thing that's got me confused is that they're doing the Superman War World shit right now, currently. Uh, on top of Superman supposing, supposedly supposed to be in the dream world. Well, they're kind of explaining it now because he's back. Like the new crossovers, Return of Kal-El. And it's him and John getting back together and reuniting. And it's kind of assumed that all that was before this. And so now that like, he's back. Huh? Because and, and, I'm in issue the middle of issue nine for Son of Kal-El. When Clark leaves and leaves John as the Superman of Earth, is that where Clark went? Was Warworld? Yes. Okay. I, that's what I figured, that it wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, Clark goes off the war world, does his thing, and, uh, yeah. And, and then John kind of does his thing with uh, President Bendix and shit. And then he just came back, like, this last issue in Senate Kalal. They just fucking reunited and hugged and shit. And, and that's issue 15, the last one, right? Yes. Well, 15 comes out this week, right? Or 16? Something comes out this week. I thought you told me. I thought Sonic Kala was over with. I have no. issue 15. No, 15's not the last one. 16's already out. I think I think I have 16. 17's about to be out. No, Kala, it's still running for a few more issues. And then it's going to end like around Christmas time. And John. Just getting his yeah, own mini-series. That they're starting the new Dawn of the DCU shit after Dark Crisis ends. Then they're exactly. doing that Superman family shit. Yeah, the Superman family titles. And John's going to have his own miniseries in that. Now, the Dawn of the DCU, I'm very fucking excited for because we got Jeff John's Golden Age book one shot, which is going to set up kind of the Golden Age and how like the new golden age and how it all went after dark crisis and shit and kind of the beginning heroes, your JSA, your Alan Scott's, your Jay Garrick's. And then we're getting a star girl book out of that. And we're also getting a justice society book. So they're kind of building up the old guard again. They're really, they're doing some unique shit, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'll definitely cop it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going tomorrow. I love, I'm probably... I love the JSA. I love the old shit. I like I love it when they revisit that stuff. I'm cool with that. Uh, the Dawn of the DCU is looking pretty cool. But whatever, whatever. I mean, 
there is some. Uh, I do have some gripes about Dark Crisis. Let's get them out. I mean, we're going to talk about it in full at some point. So all I'm going to ask you, because we'll probably do a full Dark Crisis episode, so all I'm going to ask you right now, do you feel satisfied by the event, or does it leave you thinking, like, there's got to be more? Like, like six issues, five issues in, do you feel like it's kind of like, eh, like it's missing something, or are you totally fucking with it? I'm like eighty twenty. Okay. I'm mostly like I'm really rocking with it. I'm really enjoying it. I really think it's a really good like event that's going on. I'm a big fan of Joshua Williamson. Me too. He's a fantastic writer, and he, I think he's doing a really good job. He he, I think he's definitely it's kind of an overkill because he's trying to combine an extremely legendary event. 30 from like 30, 40 years ago and trying to bring it back and make it relevant again and combine everything that's happened in the last 90 years of comics to make it all relevant in the one universe. That's, I think he's definitely picked a big battle to fight. Yeah. But I mean, so far with what he's doing, I agree with it. Some of this shit, I guess, is a little bit of an underkill because I mean, like in Dark Crisis number one, you got the big panel of fucking the new Justice League standing there. And literally the only characters we've seen so far fight is Nightwing, Damien, and Dodd and Black Adam. Yeah, we haven't seen the League. That's my big, like, thing. Like, and it's not even the big panel. Three pages before that is John asking everybody <laughs> to join the like that whole. I know, like issue. the whole fucking first half of the first issue is John recruiting everybody, and we're five. We're Dark Crisis Six comes out tomorrow, and they haven't been used. Yeah, like Nightwing, basic Nightwing, and would like the remaining Titans that were in Titan Tower fought off Dark Deathstroke in the Dark Army, but that was mainly fucking Dick. Dick took everybody out himself, and then John. Yeah, Roundhouse didn't do anything. <laughs> Roundhouse didn't do a fucking thing. Uh, I like Sideways showing up. Did you notice that? Yeah. That DC's little Spider-Man ripoff. I, it was weird seeing Sideways. Joshua Williamson, he really loves the lore, and you can tell. And he loves the fucking nook and cranny characters that no one thinks about. Which I do too, so that's great. And he shows a lot of love for that. And I do think that that kind of makes this shit a little overstuffed and understuffed at the same time to where there's so many characters around. And you're like, oh, shit, there's the Jed, there's the Alex Scott, there's all these fucking people. But then it's like, well, what are they doing? They're not really doing much. People are just showing up for, like, Dr. Light in the, J- in the new Justice League. All We've seen her on one panel, and that's like Robin, and that was Damien saying, hey, let's go. We're going to do our own tie-in issue. <laughs> they fucking run off. Yeah, I know. Like, honestly, like, I really, really enjoy the event, but for the most part, it's felt like a John Dick crossover event. It does. It does. No, because even Damien doesn't feel like he's getting a whole lot of love. Like, he's he's showing no, up. No, makes, it makes me upset, because, like, in the first two issues, like, they really made it prominent. Like, like Damien was, like, the strong number three of that new Justice League. So I felt like we were going to get a lot of Damien in this event. And, like, we haven't really had any Damien. No. 
Not really, just a couple panels of him saying, John, you're a fucking what? idiot. Basically, <laughs> all, of, all of Dark Crisis 1 and, like, 3 and 4 were, like, basically all John Kent, and number 2 was basically all Dick. Yeah. And then 3 and 4 and 5 were just aftermaths of that, and the league coming back. and So you're seeing a lot of characters, but they're still not really doing it. It still feels about Nightwing and John. It does. At least I think it does. I'm excited tomorrow because I'm excited to see what happens because, like, yeah, the big battle is supposed to happen in the book. I'm excited to see, like, what's going to happen with the new Justice League and the original League fighting together. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I, Nightwing and John are fucking amazing, too. I'm cool with an event surrounded by them. It's just the fact that all these characters are there. I think it's going to make sense now because you're going to – like, we even see the panel already of – them all fighting Pariah, kind of like how they all flew at Anti-Monitor back in the day. So, but that's, yeah. that, so that's badass. And it's, it's very cool. All the heroes fighting against one cause is always going to be a cool story. So, I have nothing against that, and I think number six is probably going to be a badass issue. I can't wait to, can't wait to read it. But yeah, that's what I think of. Now, let me ask you a question. To get, kind of get away from Dark Crisis and just in comics overall, because we'll, we'll probably chat about that. But out of all the, because you've kind of, you've started really reading again, uh, now that you've had some more access to books again and on the app and shit. What is one series that has really captured your attention? And like one you're very surprised by, like how good it is. And what's one that kind of let you down? I'll start off with one that kind of let me down. Okay. Was the event right before the death of the Justice League and the whole Dark Crisis event. Oh, like Brian Michael Bendis' Justice League run? Yeah, like I like Brian Michael Bendis, but like I was kind of let down by his league. Like yeah. with the whole Black Adam shit and Naomi, like I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Like that was right. a big letdown, and then, and then the, the second biggest event in DC comic history comes out, like that following that event, like that kind of confused me, and like it was a, a bit of a letdown. I agree. But the one I most liked, and the one you probably already real, already know, is I was really, 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 really enjoyed the, the Justice League totality series by Scott Snyder. Yeah. So you prefer Snyder's League to Bendis's? Oh, 100%. I really enjoyed Scott Snyder's Justice League a lot. Like, that totality storyline, to me personally, is is equal par of an event that Dark Crisis is right now. I thought that was an incredible event. Having Perpetual with the literally being being the creator of all existence and the creator of the universe and being the mother of the World Forger, the Monitor, and the Anti-Monitor, and having Lex Luthor literally wield Perpetua's full power of the creator of the, of the universe and use it as, a, as an attack to attack the Justice League and him absorbing Martian Manhunter and gaining all of Martian's powers. And, like, the, the storyline that they did with connecting Martian Manhunter as a child to Lex Luthor as a child, I thought that was very interesting. Like, I really, really enjoyed that storyline a lot. And the, the league roster was amazing. 
the John Stewart Sinestro ultraviolet ring shit with the lanterns, like that was absolutely incredible. John Stewart with the ultraviolet ring is by far one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe that we've had so far. That storyline's fucking bad. I really, really enjoyed that storyline, and I'm definitely going to try to find the paperback editions of all of them because I do want to own that storyline. Oh, yeah, you want to say that? I do. I want want to own all of them. I would say, personally, that's my favorite story of all DC comics since Crisis of Infinite Earths. Oh, yeah, that's the OG. But, like, personally, like, that one's my favorite. It would go Crisis on Infinite Earths, then it would go Totality, and then Dark Crisis, and then the Zero Hour. That's fair. Oh, Zero Hour's up there for you? Yeah. That's a, dude, that, that, was an, that was a really good storyline. That followed right after Crisis. That... And that one's, uh, that is Hal Jordan's Parallax, too. He's, like, the main villain of that shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. But, yeah, dude, the, that's why I had, but like I was saying, like, earlier on in the episode, I think the totality is the perfect storyline that, that, like, James Gunn and Peter Safran can use for the movie universe going forward. It has everything in it to make a good universe. Huge powered villains, several of them, to be in a perfect roster for the Justice League. You got Martian, you got Hawkgirl. The Batmite and Mr. Mixies are both in it. The fifth and sixth dimension are both in that storyline. The Ultraviolet, all the rings are in it. Sinestro's in it. The Yellow Lanterns, the Red Lanterns, the Blue Lanterns, and Black and White Lanterns. John Stewart obtains the Ultraviolet ring in the in that storyline. Like there's so much shit in that storyline. You're not wrong. They could make they could make spin-off movies off of that. They could make series off of that. They could make fucking five Justice League part movies for that story. Like it could be absolutely incredible. They could make do so much with that story. I agree with you. I think totality would be a I don't know if that's how I would build my entire universe, but uh, the Perpetua stuff's pretty cool. And that kind of introduces the darkness, no? Yeah. No, there's actually, no. Way or, or like 20 or 40 issues before the totality is when they introduced the darkness because they had to fight. I remember the Justice League had to fight them off, fight the darkness off once because Wonder Woman is the one that brought it out, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was around that time, a little bit before. Yeah, because she was the one that brought it out, and then Hippolyta ended up being the first one to follow the darkness, and she was the first one to kind of lead a small army of of people consumed by the darkness. And Hippolyta ended up being the leader. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is there anything you've read recently that's really knocked your socks off? Just because... The totality was like a couple of years ago. It's still a really good storyline, but 
Is there anything like current, like for current fans to be like, oh, I should go check this out? Damian Wayne's solo Robin series by Joshua Williamson. I really, really enjoyed that a lot. Damian's one of my favorite current characters in the DC universe. I really enjoyed that. And I'm currently reading John Kent's solo Son of Kal-El series, and I'm I'm very, very much enjoying that as well. Yeah, you're digging it? I'm, I definitely am. I was definitely, like, concerned at first with, like, some issues I heard about it, but I'm definitely, like, I'm all for John Kent. I, I, I love the character. He's just like his father. He has the he same really heart, is. the same level of hope. He has the same powers. He might even, Batman thinks that John, once John grows up, will be even better and stronger than Clark was because he's half Kryptonian, half human. I agree. That is what Batman says. We'll see where John goes. I like John a lot. Yeah, I hope they really keep up with the character because I think it's a really well fleshed out character. The age up has kind of gone well for him. I've, I really enjoyed that. I'm ex- very excited for you to get to the last couple issues because and wait, so we can talk about it because it's so fucking good. And yeah, I like it a lot. I like John's relationship with Damien a lot. I might, when I'm finished with this, I'm going to go back and read Super Sons because I haven't read that yet. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to go back and read that. And then, I like the relationship between John and, and Dick, and I same thing with him and Damien. Yeah. No, Damien's solo Robin series and the Lazarus Island shit, was so fucking fun and so cool. Uh, that was really good. I will say, not to shit on your boy, because I love him. And I love reading anything with him. One of the things I'm most disappointed by right now, as a huge fan, is Batman versus Robin by Mark Wade. Uh I only read The Road to War issues. The, like the prelude to that event, and I read issue number one of Batman versus Robin, and I was not really much of a fan of it either. I love Mark Wade, but like I was, I wasn't very interested in the whole storyline. I thought Road to War was not bad because I I bought the trade myself and I read, I read that in like a day, and I was like, oh my god, this actually sets up some cool stuff. But Batman versus Robin, it just I don't know what the fuck Wade's doing because I like, he's a legend. And I, I just don't, don't like Mark Wade's Batman and Superman world's finest thing he's doing right now. Like that's really good. People love it. It's fantastic. I read the first I think four issues of that. Three or four of that series. Like it's really good. And I see what he's trying to do, trying to mix his own shit. Because if you notice, he brought the the devil Naza, the villain of that, into Batman versus Robin, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I just I'm not digging it. I just. And it seems like it's not even following Road to War. It seems like it's more following Robin's solo thing. And then it kind of ignores his solo of everything that he just went through and Lazarus. I, do, I just don't know. I, I think it's kind of a step back. I, I hope they get it together and the whole Alfred. Like, we all know that's not Alfred. <laughs> just fucking stop. Yeah, right. Like, it's a villain. And I don't know. I'm confused, though, because, like, like, Bruce was asking Alfred questions that only Alfred would know the answers to, and he that whatever that was was answering the questions correctly. Well, 
they do settle it in issue two. I won't say too much because you haven't read it, but. Okay. That, 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 that was throwing me off a bit because, like, Bruce was asking that Alfred questions, like, that all, the real Alfred would only know the answer to. And, like, he was answering them correctly. Yeah. But I will tell you it is it is phony. I but, figured. I definitely figured it was a fake one, but like the whole time I had the suspicion he was fake, but like when he was answering Bruce correctly, that was throwing me off a bit. It had you for a second. Yeah, it had me too. I was like, oh shit, maybe Alfred's back. Because like he was like, that's like Bruce has a very tight secret relationship with Alfred. Like nobody would know the answers to those questions besides Alfred. He would be the only other person on the planet that would know the answers. Exactly. And, like, he was correctly answering the question. So, like, that definitely threw me off a bit. I was like, oh, shit, maybe that is the real outfit. Yeah. No, absolutely. I So, yeah, I was a little disappointed by that, but R- Robin, like, like you said, Robin's solo series, fantastic. One of my favorites right oh, now. Oh. Huh? Sonical L is really good. So far, I'm not finished with it, but the first nine issues, I'm really, really into it. Sonical L is really good. Of course, I'll always... uh, Tom Taylor's Nightwing, who's also doing your boy, Sonical L. Tom Taylor, another really good writer for DC. He does the deceased stuff and Dark Knight of Steel. I've been hitting James Tinian's Batman, too, recently. Uh, It's a little... That's because that's like a couple runs ago. That it's good. I uh, I think it focuses a little too much on other characters than Batman and Ghostmaker and shit, but it is good. Currently, Chip Sadarsky, who just took over Batman, uh, he's doing his fail this failsafe storyline. It's really fucking good. Uh, yeah, you sent me some of Sadarsky's uh, issues. I'm gonna check those out. Yeah, and I'm going to check out the Batman Fortress that you told me to read as well. Batman Fortress, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. The art's a little weird in it, and the story's kind of like, what the fuck? But it's so much fun. It's a really good comic book story about Superman going missing and aliens invading Earth and Batman's just trying to fucking... He gets a team together of the fucking chipmunk Green Lantern. Uh... Lex Luthor, who was the president at the time, and fucking Aqualad, Jackson Hyde, and they're all... It's just... It's a really cool fucking... It's a... It's a weird book, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and another I mean, thing I read recently that I really enjoyed on the Marvel side of things... Oh, yeah. Give us some Marvel. The Amazing Spider-Man that you sent me. The Return of the Green Goblin. Okay. That was 48, right? <laughs> I think so, or 43. It was part one of it. I really enjoyed that. I want to see if I can find that issue number two and the rest of that story to read online. I thought that was really cool seeing them two team up against the Sin Eater. Yeah, that's a weird team up, right? Yeah, it was, but it was really cool. Like it, And I'm, I, love, I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite character. I'm definitely going to start reading some more Marvel comics. I want to start reading more Spider-Man, some Cap, some Thor. Very good stuff. 
I read a lot of DC. I gotta get. I just don't have access to Marvel shit that much, so I'm gonna, I need to try to get some Marvel access. Yeah, I need to buy more Marvel myself. I really like. I mean, the current. I've been reading the current Spider-Man, and it is it is pretty damn good. The reboot of Spider-Man. Amazing see, that's Spider-Man. the thing. That's like he's that kind of character that he's like Batman. Like all his stories are probably going to be at least halfway decent. Pretty banging, yeah. You're right. And like he's by far my favorite superhero of all time, man. He's just definitely pick up on my Spider-Man. Was, oh, and speaking of Spider-Man, bring up some more news that we didn't mention earlier. What else so we it was confirmed that the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie is going to include both Tom Holland's MCU iteration of Spider-Man will be in that movie and the PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man from the video games will also be in the movie. Really? Yep. PlayStation Spider-Man is going to be in that, in that movie and so is Tom Holland. That's kind of badass, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really cool. It's because it's, it's, they're doing the, the across the Spider Verse, so, like they're showing the multiverse of Spider Mans and different iterations of Spider Man. So I think it's cool that the animated movie is just gonna pop up into the real world, and Tom Holland's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" And then the PlayStation character is gonna come in. Like, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. The PlayStation Spider Man is a fantastic video game series, top notch, top notch superhero game. One of the best, right? Absolutely, and in, actually, I'm pretty sure in March or February of 23 is when Spider Marvel Spider-Man 2 comes out, with Venom as the main villain, and you can play as both Peter and Miles. That's fun. Very, very, very excited. Very excited. My PS5's waiting. <laughs> yeah, they're killing it with those Spider-Man games. Uh they're fantastic, dude. I was let down with Spider-Man to Miles Morales' Spider-Man because it was a very short game, only like 10 hours. So I was kind of upset because mm-hmm. it was nowhere near the length of the first one. But it was still a very good game. With yeah, the people Prowler, Prowler yeah. and being the, like the central villain and everything. I thought it was really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, there's a really good uh, Venom series going on right now. Because uh, I, I think Marvel just finished their event, too. Uh, I, I forget. It was like zero something. Zero. Yeah, so zero something. Uh, but it's like. It's one of the. Because they do so many fucking events. They do like an event every quarter. So. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple good series going on at Marvel right now. Uh, I think yeah, that, Marvel, like Universal shit, I'm not so interested in. It's because I've always been much more of a fan of the DC universe than Marvel's. It's, it's Marvel's character stories is what like their solo runs is what I'm interested in getting into. Like mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man runs, Spectacular Spider-Man issues, and the Hulk solo runs, and the Mighty Thor and everything. Like that's the shit I want to read. It's just hard with them because there's so much event shit too, and 
tie-ins and crossovers. Like, if you just read a full series front to back of them on the app, you're going to, like, go through so many events that you have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's just a tie-in. Yeah, I know. But that's how tight their continuity is, which is respectable, too. That everything is really fucking connected like that, but... Teach their own. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the last Hulk I picked up was really fucking good. But I and I picked up that damage control. I sent you. I not for me, but we'll see see if you like it. Uh, we'll check it out. It was the stack you sent me that's definitely towards the bottom of my read list. <laughs> And honestly, I've been using that that book as a bookmark for the ones that I'm reading. <laughs> That's funny. Absolutely. All right, you want to want to head out of here soon? Yeah, we can get out of here. Have a little touch up on some more comic talk next time. Oh yeah. I feel like next time the comic talk, we should do a strict Marvel episode. Get some Marvel reads in. Yeah, we 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 can. We'll do a strict Marvel, cause uh, we do we believe it or not, we we do a lot of DC and definitely talk about DC more. But we both equally like Marvel as much as DC. Yeah, I uh, because I do have a, a big connection with a lot of Marvel heroes. I I love DC and I I do prefer that reading DC for sure and that's my probably my preferred universe but Marvel is so is home to so many of my favorite fucking heroes and villains to it oh yeah Spider-Man's my all time favorite superhero like I wanted to have a tattoo of Spider-Man swinging on a web like on like on my body somewhere and like, I Spider-Man even, I Wolverine even have... my top yeah no he definitely and I even have love for fucking some of the lesser known Marvel characters and also like Spawn and shit from other places so like I just love comics and and that shit I'm just you know I'm a, I'm a fan of the whole thing but Marvel the Mar- the 616 has some badass shit and we will be talking more about I feel like we've done a good amount of Marvel reviews for movies and we stuff we definitely talk more deeply that's what I want to shed some more love to the red side here Dude, we just talked about She-Hulk for, like, fucking eight weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, because that's, like, the current TV show and shit. I'm talking, like, comic book shit. Mm-hmm. Every time we do a versus, we do DC characters. Yeah. Every time we do fantasy, we use DC characters and shit in the lineup. We got we to gotta shed some light here. On the yeah, Marvel shit. But yeah, but our next face off is a Marvel episode, though we 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 delayed it again. We had some some COVID nineteen issues last week, which is why we didn't face off. Got some sickness issues this week with our judges, so we couldn't do the face off again this week. So hopefully next week we can get you guys on the Tony Stark versus King T'Challa. Yeah. We'll get it popping. I'll beat that ass. We got it. Then we got to get a Marvel versus DC one going here. 
Yeah, we do. Well, yeah, we should still... We can still get Miles versus Jaime going or, or something like that, but... Yeah, we'll talk about it. I know. I think, you know what? I think we should do Spider-Man versus Batman. That's... Yeah, let's do that. I've been saying that. That's the whole... I said that before we even started the web cave. <laughs> that was my idea. That's what I wanted to That's, do. They're, they're the two first. characters for what's the reason why our episode... Or, I mean, our podcast is titled The Web Cave. Like, we haven't... I agree you did say it before, and I had said we should hold off on it, but after Tony Stark and Black Panther, it's our next face off. Peter Parker versus Bruce Wayne. I am coming for fucking blood on that one, bro. <laughs> I'm wiping your ass out, dog. You ain't doing shit. The old bat signal. Two of the out. arguably, two of the arguably top comic book sellers of all time. Hundred percent. No, it's not arguable. You don't even have to say arguable. Just say the two of the top sellers. Two of the top. That is the, the two, two top, top most sellers. recognizable superheroes of all time. They are. That is the two most recognizable superheroes ever. Whether you want to throw Superman in there or not, I would put Superman at three because he's had his dips in popularity, whereas Batman and Spider-Man have... Every fucking kid knows who those two are. 100%. Every fucking kid on planet Earth. So That's my... Spidey's my favorite. Bat is like your number two favorite. So we'll get this going here. Yeah, that's my shit. Because I can't put Nightwing against Spider-Man. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> no, especially with like the way our face-off works. I, those two are perfect to go against each other. They, oh, they have are. both I grew up two of yeah. the best vocabularies of all time. Some of the best storylines ever. Villains, all that. Yeah, we'll get it popping. Uh, next week, we'll, we're going to be doing T'Challa versus Mr. Stark. We're going to give you a full yes, Marvel face-off. We can also talk some Marvel comics next week if we have time. If not, we might just do the face-off, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got some Captain America comics I want to read. Might start, might make another email and do another free trial to the Marvel Universe app. Yeah. So I can read some some shit that's going on. I'm probably going to get it again, to be honest with you, dude. So, uh, there's a lot of good shit going on, man. Like I've been, I've been in a lot of communities and I see a lot of people talk about some good Marvel shit. And like, I love Thor. I love Hulk. Kevin Feige, you're letting me down on both of those characters because they both <laughs> suck in the movies. They do. I need to have my, like my fulfillment of Thor and Hulk being true to themselves. I need to go back and start reading the books. And Spidey's my favorite character, dude, and this Spider-Man book is the first one I've read, like, in the last, like, 15 years. I need to catch up on my Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, All right, you want to call it, brother? Yeah, we can call it. All right, man. It's been a hell of a web cave. We'll see everybody next week, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll see you next week, Bobo. Fucking yes, sir. You got a funny one-liner or what? <laughs>
Nah, not this week. I'll come All at right. you hard next week. Well, that sounded very sus, but uh, we'll, we'll see everybody next time. Why do you got to take it that way, dude? You really <laughs> got to end the show? <laughs> That's how we're ending the show. Okay.